Page number 286. And uh, if you can, we'll stand and sing to the Lord on this beautiful gray day. Looks like it might be lighting up a little bit. Is that G? That's a go key. Go key. All right. I'm sure 2020 will be a year that'll be a shadow over all years. You know, and 2021 maybe some, but 
Uh, hopefully the, the sun will shine again. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And then we'll be able to do things somewhat closer to normal than we have been. But I'm glad that God can lift us up above the shadows of life. Amen. <laughs>
pitched his tent toward Sodom. Just a few words down. And Lot dwelled in Sodom. Oh, help us, God. Abraham, where was he? He was dwelling, but he was looking for that city whose glory favors God. Which camp are you in this evening? Amen. Okay, we got some Praise the Lord. Page 307. I haven't heard this one in a while, so I might not even sing it right. So, uh, 307. Take it to the Lord in prayer.
As a Christian, we, I, prayer should be like breathing. Yes. Our first response, not the last resort. Yes. Uh, so, who has prayer need this evening on this uh Rebecca too. Rebecca is well, anyway. You know Rebecca, so let's remember her. <laughs> and uh, and let's not forget uh, Jack and Donna Dance, uh, Dan and Becky Lord, Otis Williams, uh, Ronnie and Jacqueline, and uh, Pearl and Jimmy. Pearl and Jimmy. We bumped into them not long ago. So there's several that we just need to continue to remember in prayer. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'd like to have y'all pray for Robert and I this week. We will be going out of town and we will be working, 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 working. And we need strength. And we need the Lord to just fill us with the Holy Ghost and wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Remember my mom and dad. Uh, remember my sister. I didn't know that uh, she was having some other needs that I didn't know about. Please remember her. She's a single mom. She uh, she's got uh, how old is her? She's twenty and 
You were 21, maybe. Can I believe that? I remember when she was born, I could hold her in her hand, you know. But uh, remember them. Uh, they have, you know, when you get a certain age in life, there's decisions you're going to make where they're, they're just decisions that's going to be made. That's right. And uh, circumstances and things need to be where you make the best ones. Amen. So please pray for them uh, living you know, home without a dad and, you know, that kind of thing is uh, tougher as ever been, but do pray for them. Pray also for uh, Lori today. Uh, today is, would have been Chad's birthday and also my wife's mom's birthday, same day. So it's been kind of a, one of those kind. So please do remember them. Remember, remember Clay and Marshall. Yes. You know, I, I my mind, I, I cannot even comprehend, right. you know, being all by yourself. That's right. And especially in Marshall's case, I guess, you know, he don't, uh, he'll never remember his dad as far as, you know, he just won't. Uh, so there's a certain vacancy there that the Lord can feel. Yes. Right. You know, he's a miracle working God. Yes. Right. That's his business. That's right. You know. Walter Bale, my daddy sang with him years ago, and he wrote a song, Miracle Worker, Work One for Me. Right. That's a wonderful prayer to pray, whether yes. you know it or not. Right. <laughs> you ever go to the Lord and say, Lord, um, um, and you just meal him out the round? I guarantee you don't go to the bank and do that. Oh, no. Yes, how, how can we help you today? Um, I, um, I, you know what you're there for. That's right. And most of the time, you're probably not ashamed or afraid. Cash this. Or give me some cash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, when we approach the Lord, how do we do? <laughs> Isn't he worthy of all honor that we can yes. ever muster yes. up? That's right. In our language, in our praise, in our attitude. So, you know, I challenge you to address the Lord every morning. Miracle worker, Amen. my friend, won't you do this for me? Yes. And what yes. can I do for you? Yes. Right, right. Amen. So let's find our places to pray and ask the Lord to help us in these needs. Thank you, Lord.
awesome God. Amen. I've said many times that blood, the most powerful thing known to man, anywhere, more powerful than the sun, more powerful than a nuclear bomb, more powerful than a, well, how that used to go, speeding train or something like that, you know, more powerful than anything. Because none of those things can wash your sins away and change you. But only the blood of Jesus Christ. And I appreciate that blood. You know, uh, in that song, I always think, you know, Lord, you found me in the very bottom under a rock. That blood will go there. David said, and if I find my place in hell, what did he say? Thou art there. I'm going to tell you something. There will be only believers after the Lord comes. Huh? But that doesn't mean that all believers will be in heaven then. There will be some believers in hell. There'll be believers in heaven. You're not going to make it to the heaven one unless you believe now. And I appreciate the Lord. Appreciate Him so very much. He's so good to us. So very, very good to us. Uh, We're going to come to you here tonight for our uh, Sunday night offering. And uh, uh, Brother Edward, if you would come receive our our, uh, Sunday night offering. And... We do appreciate all that you do. I want to say on the side, <clears throat> thank you so much for all of your your gifts for my birthday. Y'all are too generous. And uh, thank you very much for that. And uh, it was a wonderful birthday. I know we can't do it like we used to, but hopefully in a little bit of time, we will be able to start having church the old-fashioned way. Amen. All right, Brother Edward. Amen. Thank the Lord. Teresa, have us a song. If y'all not sure who Brother Edward is, it's it's Ricky. Yeah, I like calling him Brother Edward. Because Rebecca doesn't like Edward. <laughs> so, anyway, just for you, Sister Rebecca. All right, keep your mask on. All right. I guess while they get one, surely somebody's got a, a testimony here this uh, evening from the Lord. Yes. Right. And there's power in the name of Jesus. Right. And there's power in just touching the Lord, you know. And it just all goes together. And I'm sorry, I can't breathe. And um, I was reading this week about the man um, that the Lord touched, that Jesus came out and touched and delivered the demons out of him. Right. And he, he wanted to stay with Jesus, you know, because it's just like when you get saved, that's how you are, you know. You just wow. 
one. That's it. You're not going to go anywhere. You're not ready, you know? Right. It just feels so good. And But but the Lord told him, you know, go. Go back home. Tell everybody. Tell right. them what I've done for you, you know? And I thought, you know, afterwards it talked about how the whole entire city right. greatly received yeah. him. Greatly That's received right. Him. That's right. That's right. And I just thought, you know, it's just like God to do stuff like that. And I'm just so excited for what he's doing. And I just love him. And and I was thinking about, you know, the power that he gives us. You know, we get in the the way of ourselves a lot of times, you know. And something else that I was reading this week, it was talking about how, you know, if you would just believe on his touch, you know. And I got to thinking about that. How many times do we fail in ourselves? And think, oh, you know, I prayed for it, but it didn't happen, you know. And, and this story was talking about a man that did that. And the guy came back and told him, it did happen. You just didn't believe that it happened. Right. And then he went out, and I guess he dwelled on that. And when he came back, he was like, I'm healed, you know. He's touched me. He's touched me. And how many times do we do that? We get no. in our own way. But I just love the Lord, and I don't want to get in his way. No. That's right. Thank the Lord. However, the prayers went up, the enemy has been defeated. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, ma'am. I didn't know I was going to be able to make it today. I'm still hurting. Yes, ma'am. But I'm determined to try to get back in church. Thank the Lord. And come because I need this. Yes, but else does or not. Oh, we and do too. That's right. And I thank y'all for praying. Y'all just continue to pray. I'm still facing same things. Yes, but I'm trusting the Lord that He's going to intervene and everything's going to be. That's right. The Lord will. Amen. All right. Yes. Thank you. 
good take from Brother Benny Sutherland. Some of you know him. Some of you, 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 you missed out on life almost if you haven't ever met him. And how old was the take, Sister Sheila? 2016, 2017. Uh, but the, the tell me what you said. Um, I was uh, sitting down, and I believe it was the same day that I had had my eye surgery done, and so I sat on the couch. And I said, well, this is Brother Benny Sutherland, and just kind of closed my eyes, because it was tired. And um, I heard the first part of the sermon. It was really, really good. But I went to sleep. <laughs> and when I woke up, he was, it wasn't like he was writing the mic. It was like he was walking amongst the people. And he said, how long has it been? How long? Since you've heard a message given out in tongues and interpreted that was so specific. He says, I remember hearing one, and he told the year. He says, uh, and it was, watch Russia, watch Russia, watch Russia. He said, it's that specific. How long has it been? And then he said, and what about the one that I heard given out, y'all heard given out, they apparently need, and it said, my coming will be after they have cars that drive themselves. And I, I was waking up to this, and I was like, huh? We have cars that drive themselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said, he said, that was in the 1930s, he says, we do not have the capability yeah, of this. That was 1930-something. Yeah. And I thought about it. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, you're coming. Yeah. It's coming. You're coming. Yeah, it's, it's soon. Praise God. Amen. You know? And I know sometimes when we talk about the coming of the Lord, and we sing about the coming of the Lord, and from my point on the pen, every once in a while, I look my hands out. And you can say, some people are excited. Yeah. About the coming of the Lord. Amen. And then you see faces that look like, oh, oh, great tonight. You know, scared. Because if we're not ready, we can't be excited. Right, that's right. And there was a time that I wasn't ready. Because I can't be anything. Nothing. Right, that's right. Nothing. But now, praise God. I'm ready. Yes. You know? And so uh, that was the story I woke up to, and I thought, Lord, you're coming. You're coming soon. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. My husband and I were also uh, in the service, I think it was this past year, year before, uh, with one of the young preachers who was there when, um, who was the preacher, Jeff, that always sang. and I love the man in the middle. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Houston. Brother Houston. Y'all remember Brother Houston? Yeah, he had a young man, a young preacher that was in the room with him as he was passing on over. And uh, I don't know the exact words, but it went along this way. He let the man know, you won't live to be as old as I am before the Lord comes. And you know, you can feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost. And in this big, big, big building, 
I'll just tell you where it was at. It was at the minister's conference. I go down amongst a bunch of women. There's women on one side, and I don't know how many of you was there. And you would have think, you would have thought they had never known Jesus. This is how they
Are you ready? Are you ready? Rapture ready. Amen. To be changed. We talked about the blood this morning. But oh folks, I'm going to tell you it's more than just shaking the preacher's hand. Signing a church membership. It's going to take knowing him. I do have a hard time. I don't understand how people look back and go back. I don't believe in once saved, always saved. But when you really know Jesus, how can you do it? I don't understand it. I don't understand. But I can tell you, I'm looking forward to Him coming. Can't tell you when. Can't tell you what day, what time? All I can tell you is coming. And if he doesn't come quickly, you may go to meet him anyway. Huh? People die in their sleep. They die in automobile accidents. They die in stores and shootouts. Huh? They die of COVID, heart attacks, strokes. Huh? Come on. I can tell you, I've been close to death a couple of times, and uh, you really don't realize it till you're there. Till you're right there at it. Huh? Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. You know why I say that? Because I'd already done my praying. I didn't have to start. Oh, honey, call so and so and tell him I'm sorry. Oh, honey, send to this or that. I'd already done made it right. Yes. I like to live that way. Amen. Rapture ready. Rapture ready. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting in verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. <clears throat> For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and leave, uh, lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers' lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. 
men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no farther, for their folly shall be manifested to all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which, I, uh, which came unto me uh, at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. I normally don't take read this much, but I, it's so good I can't stop. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God, and allow me, the man and the woman of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank You for Your Word. <clears throat> I thank You, Lord, that Your Word is plain and simple. It is not given in ways that are to trick us or to uh, lead us in the wrong direction, but Your words, Lord, are clear so that they can go straight to our heart and we can know if or if we are not obeying you thank you for your word thank you lord for being so clear help us right now lord to examine our hearts and our lives and to be prepared for the time that is coming help us dear jesus we pray in your blessed and holy and righteous name we do pray that name of Jesus and everyone said, Amen. <clears throat> this know also that in the last days perilous times. Amen. Perilous. The reducing the strength. Difficult. Hard to bear. Painful grievous, perilous. That word perilous is not a word to be used lightly. Perilous is perilous. Dangerous. You better watch it. And so we are in the last days. And notice this. You read these scriptures and you see people all around you who are betraying these such uh, qualities. Men shall be lovers of their self. Well, Brother Jeff, I don't really... Okay, in South Georgia talk, that means selfish. It's all about me. 
It's what I want to do. I don't care what other people say. I don't care what other people say I should be doing. It's just all about me. Lovers of their selves. Covetous. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. They're always wanting money. They're always got a scheme to make a little more money. A little more of this. Look, can I tell you something? Yes, we do live in this world and we do have to have money to get by. But I'm going to tell you something. You'll be surprised how little bit of money you can get by with. I didn't know that until I got to the place where I started trying to trust God for my livelihood. Whoa! That's scary. I remember a time when Teresa and I's budget, and I'm sorry, used to be five, $6,000 a month was our budget. Come on. That's ridiculous. Huh? But I'm going to tell you something. If you earn five or $6,000 a month, you'll probably spend every bit of it too. Covetous. And I was always looking for a new way to make money. Covetous. Amen. Boasters. Braggarts. People who talk about themselves, about how good they are, how smart they are, how intelligent they are. They're telling you all about that. You better watch them. Someone come to you and tell you how honest they are and that they never steal or never lie. You better put your hand on your wallet while they're talking to you. Come on. Because if they got to tell you that ahead of time, they're probably none of the things they said they are. Boasters. Amen. Proud. We are living in a proud day. People are so proud of themselves. They think they are so intelligent. They think that they are so smart. I wonder what they'd be like without their smartphone. Hello? Come on now. Can't look up something. I'll be honest with you. Whenever I'm typing out my sermons, okay, thank the Lord for Microsoft Word. And spell check. And grammar check. Come on. Proud. Blasphemers. Those are people who are slanderous. Those who speak against someone else. To blaspheme against the Lord is to speak against Jesus. To uh, to blaspheme against God is to speak against Jesus. God the Father. Uh, To blaspheme against the Holy Ghost is to speak against the Holy Ghost. To uh, blaspheme any of those three, a lot of times it can be talking against the moving of the Holy Ghost or the, the reading of the Word of God or the Christian who's trying to live in such a way, blaspheming. And so we are living in a time of blasphemers. Amen. When people who are wicked are proud of who they are and what they are. We're living in those days. Disobedient 
to parents. Disobedient to parents. I said that this morning, didn't I? Huh? Are y'all getting it? Huh? I hope you are. I see some parents shaking their head. No, not too good. Huh? Come on. If you want to really know how good a child is in, in serving the Lord, ask mama and daddy. Hello? Does mama and daddy have confidence in that child? Hello? Y'all are awful quiet. Disobedient. That word disobedient doesn't mean just breaking the rules. It means unpersuadable. Huh? I've been hard-headed in my life. My dad, he, uh, one of the things he used to say to me was, do I have to holler at you to get your attention? Huh? Unpersuadable. Unthankful. I'm going to tell you something. I assume these children must really be doing good by Brother Jackie and Brother Steve and all of that because they're still giving candy out. Huh? Do they say thank you to you? Huh? Some do. Woo! An indictment. All of you children, every time you get a piece of candy from somebody, you should say thank you. Amen. Every time you get a penny, you should say thank you. A penny? Yeah, a penny. Yeah. Huh? Oh my, help me not to meddle here. There have been some that come around and uh, ask for something. Maybe their birthday, you know. It's my birthday. Yeah, well, I remember last birthday and I gave you something and you didn't say thank you. <laughs> Hello? Huh? Unthankful. Unholy. I'm going to tell you something, folks. Being uncouth, being disrespectful, being uh, abrasive, uh, all of those type things is unholy. Okay? We are to be kind. And to be holy means to live right. What is righteousness? To be right. Not, I'm right and you're wrong. No. No, it's living right. Living God's way. Living the way that pleases Jesus. Without natural affection. Woo. The older you get, if you're not careful, you might slide off into some of this. Without natural affection. I've heard stories all my life, horror stories, of maybe out of wedlock, births, and the child be found in a dumpster in the garbage can at school yeah. without natural affection. I've heard stories of parents who were mean to their children without cause, without natural affection. When you get to the place where you can't 
empathize. Do you know what the difference between empathize and sympathize is? Sympathize means I'm sorry for that person. But to empathize means I can feel for that person. Do you feel, you know? Now look here, don't be, uh, seem like I can hear somebody saying, oh, that sounds like a liberal doctrine there. That's a Christian doctrine there. Okay? You know, we had a president, a few presidents back that he said, I can feel your pain. Well, he's empathizing. Okay? But it's a godly thing to feel for others. The scripture says that when there are some that mourn, we're to mourn. And when they are happy, we're to be happy with them. Amen? And so we are to empathize for others. The problem with a lot of folks, a lot of folks in church, is they don't understand the troubles that are going on out there. Huh? You know? Well, why don't they just go get them a checking account? I, I found out several years ago that there are a lot of people who can't even get a checking account. Have you ever tried to do anything just on a cash basis? You can't get a credit card because you don't have a checking account. Well, they won't give me a checking account because I got, don't have no credit. And it's like a circle. There's a large population like that out there. And we, if we're not careful, we'll live in a bubble. And we won't have that natural affection for those who are struggling. But it also is talking about being unsociable. Huh? I'll be honest with you. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be so honest. Sometimes when I get a call, I think, oh, not right now. I'm sorry. Oh. Again? Huh? <laughs> Teresa, watch out. Why, why did you say that, Roger? Because she, she'll be next. She'll get it next. Tough phone call. Come on. <clears throat> How many times do we have to be taught? Huh? How many times do we have to be taught? You know? When I was growing up, my dad wouldn't tell me things over and over again. After he told me one or two times, that was it. You were expected to get it by then. Without natural affection. <clears throat> Truce breakers. People who will not keep their agreements. Who will not keep the peace between a couple of people. Who will not uh, keep their contracts. Who will not make the payments on their cars like they said they would. Who will not pay their house like they said they would. There always can be circumstances and we understand that. And in all honesty, I feel for you on that. Okay? Don't hide. Don't run. You go to those people if you owe money and let them know what's going on in your life. 
but don't be a truce breaker. Uh, 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 a person who breaks your contracts. Don't do that. False accusers. That word false accusers there is diablos. Am I putting y'all to sleep? Diablos. That's the Spanish word for devil. Diablos. If you go to the Mexican restaurant and you see something there, something, 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 other, Diablos, don't order it. It's hot. It's hot. I ordered some kind of shrimp Diablos one time. Woo, it burned me up. Don't be a false accuser. Well, I know for a fact, you know, there's a lot of times we think we know the facts, but we don't really know them. Incontinent. Really and truly, we only hear that word used except for when a preacher's preaching it or when somebody's in a nursing home. It means not having self-control. Incontinent. I, 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 I just couldn't help it. Huh? Yeah. The, the, the devil made me do it. Don't blame it on the devil. The devil can't make you do anything. But all he can do is tempt you and try you and entice you and put that, uh, you know, whatever you like, put it out there in front of your face, you know. But you're the one that has to reach for it. You're the one that has to take the step toward it. And so, don't be incontinent. I mentioned this morning, and, uh, and um, you know, it's, it don't take a lot for y'all to get bumped off the cart. Shame on you. Shame on you. Why are you serving God? Huh? I'm not trying to run any of you off, but I'm asking you, why do you serve God? Do you serve God just because I want Brother Robert to be my buddy? Or I want so-and-so to like me? Or why do you serve God? I hope that you serve Him because of Jesus. Jesus is the one that died for you. He's the one that suffered for you. And He is our friend. I don't know about you, but I got to have them every day. Every day. And if I get cross for whatever reason, I'm unhappy because I know it don't please Him. Huh? Fears. You ever had people that were fierce, mean to you? It's like savage-like. Despisers of those that are good. You know, there are a lot of people out there like that. There are people maybe around your work sometimes that they want to see you fail. There are some of you children. There will be other children at school. They want to see you cuss. They want to see you do something wrong. They want to hear you do something bad. They do not like good people. Come on. Don't let your grades fail 
because they make fun of you because you're smart. Isn't that the craziest thing in school? Yeah. You ever had any of that before? I had it for a short period of time, but after a while, I didn't have to worry about it anymore because I truly was. But anyway, huh? You know, smart people, you know, they're smart. And they ridicule them for being able to remember, take tests, all that kind of stuff. Lover, I'm sorry, uh, despisers of those that are good, traitors. To betray somebody else. You know. It's hard to betray somebody. When we live. As a Christian. Hello. Do you know how we're supposed to live as a Christian? We are a book. Open and read. Of all men. There are some things that are between a husband and wife, and that's where they need to stay. Okay? But by and large, you can come look in my house all you want to. Huh? I know that uh, some folks going through my stuff found some VCRs in it. I didn't even know I had them. Apparently, I think they come from my mama's stuff whenever, after she passed away, and I never realized. Huh? Come on. You can come look at my house. I don't have televisions. You want to examine my phone? Here's my phone right here. I don't keep it hidden all the time. You know? You ask, who is it? I'll probably tell you. Huh? When we all ask sometimes, who's sick in church? I'm sorry. If you don't want me to tell, you need to tell me when you call me and say, I'm sick, Brother Jeff. And please don't tell anybody, then I'll do my best not to tell anybody. But otherwise, we can't pray for you if we don't know. Amen. And so to betray somebody is to do like Judas did. A lot of times the things that Satan puts on us to make us uh, think, so-and-so betrayed me. It's like, what's the deal? Come on. A lot of times it's not that. It's just the devil trying to make us feel like one of the other children of God is against us. You know he tries to divide us. Tries to separate us. When we're away from each other. huh? When we don't see each other. Well, they don't care nothing about me. Hello? Traitors. Headed. Rash, reckless, heady, high-minded. They're puffed up. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. I need to talk to you. I don't think God's against us going fishing. But if you, all your thought day and night, night and day is on fishing, 
Amen. Then you've slipped over. Can I tell you something? It's not hard to do. But I want to warn you. The spring is coming and the fish will start biting. Don't get so wrapped up in fishing that you miss out on what God's really wanting you to do. It might be working on something in the shed. Brother Jeff. Come on. Mind's constantly on. Anything that takes your mind away from God's purpose in your life. Amen. Anything. It doesn't matter. It can be good things. Good things. But when it starts taking your attention away from Jesus and following Him day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, and then if we're not careful, we become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Several years back, I, I walked into a camp meeting that I've been going to for many, many years, and one of my good buddies was there preaching that camp meeting. And, um, and he came and sat down next to me. And I noticed right when he sat down, he crooked his head up like that. And I thought, what is he looking at? And so I turned around, and there was a big camera. Like one of them television cameras. Huh? One of them professional cameras. Point it down there. And I said, is that what I think it is? He said, I think it is. That was probably 20 years ago, Teresa. I know that I seem kind of strange because I still preach against Facebook and YouTube you know, for entertainment purposes and, and television and all that. But folks, just because COVID came through doesn't mean it's okay. That's right. <clears throat> Somebody that I know that backslid and gone the other direction said, Brother Jeff, it's awful funny. I said, what are you talking about? He said, it's awful funny these people have been preaching against television and movies and all these things all these years. Now, they're on Facebook and YouTube all the time. Hello? Hello? We're in perilous times, folks. The danger. The danger. Can I tell you the the danger of watching things. It doesn't matter if you watch them here or if you watch them on a tube or if you got a bigger tube. or It don't matter. The danger is it's like eating a Lay's potato chip. Amen. You can't just eat one. Amen. And it goes from one to another. 
Some of this younger generation, they can't understand that because everywhere they go, they bombard it with it. Teachers use... Now, we're going to watch a movie today. Well, I tell you, when I was growing up to watch a movie in class, that was like spring break. Huh? But now they teach it all the time. There are churches. I went to a church 15 years ago probably. Went to a church and two-thirds of the sermon was some kind of movie they were showing up there. Come on. And so when that goes on up there, what's wrong with watching MLB? Huh? Major League Baseball. Oh, that's all it is. It's just a bunch of men and they're dressed pretty good and all, not that thing, you know? Well, the next season is basketball. Huh? They're in short shorts. Come on. But then there's cheerleaders. Yeah. And then there's football. Yeah. And then there's, oh, I, I like to watch the, I'm sorry, give me, give me the gospel group. All I watch is the Gaither vocal band. What's wrong with that? All I watch is Christian comedian. You see how it starts going? More and more and more and more. And I'm going to tell you something. When you're watching, you ain't praying. And you're not studying your Word. Amen. And you can't concentrate on that thing. Because it'll suck you in. That's what it does with me. Amen. You see Brother Jeff go into a restaurant and I look the other way. There's a reason for it. You know why? I like watching television. <laughs> but like I said this morning, we went out of town uh, two weeks about so far this year. We never turned on the television. Never turned it on. I never pulled up a, you know, television thing to watch while... I don't do that. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Yeah. You know why some people look weird? Huh? I'm not trying to make fun, but you know, most of the time they saw something on some gospel station or something, somebody supposedly worshiping God like that. For all of you out here, this is how you worship God. Now, if you got arthritis and you can't, huh? You say, well, Brother Jeff, you know, uh, let me tell you something. If Jesus came walking right now, would you just be going, uh, no. He'd be going, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. I want to tell you something, folks. 
That's why we, when we worship in here, we're to worship with all that we have. Because the Bible says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. He's here. He sees us worshiping. He sees us worshiping. And so, says that having a form of godliness... Second generation, you, you boys, y'all are all second generation because your parents got saved. Some of you parents are second generation, okay? But you know what? These children got to have their own experience. They're not going to make it on yours. They got to have their own. There are a lot of people that have the form. They look like Christians. They may talk like, you ever know? I've lived through so much, it's pitiful. I've had people go from cussing every other word till they find out, oh, you're a Christian. I, praise the Lord, I am too. Huh? And talking all the Christian jargon. Having a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Oh, it is so important for us to do more than just to claim something. We are going to have to know Him. There's got to be a life change in us. Uh, uh, these things that we talk about. You know, I've had people from time to time say, well, give me a list of the things we're not supposed to do and the things we're supposed to No, I can't do it. It's got to be in your heart. It's got to be second nature. It's got to be where you just do it automatically. Nobody has to tell you. You don't have to answer and say, don't look at that. Don't go over there. Don't do, you know. It's automatic. It's part of you. That's the difference between having a form of godliness and being godly. I've been around a bunch of hypocrites in my lifetime. I'm not saying that right now. (laughs) One man was deacon of the church and he was bribing governmental officials for contracts and running around on his wife and still a deacon of the church. Hello? Come on. I've gone to other places in times past. Walk up to a group of men that are talking around. My brother Robert never had that with brother Robert. But a group of men sitting around talking. And you know what they're talking about? They're talking about the young teenage girls. I just backed up and went the other direction. Come on. Do you have the real thing? I do, Brother Jeff. I do. Here's the test. When you get away from us, what happens to you? Do you hold on or do you start sliding? Yeah. Yeah. So, Jesus. 
Are you still holding on? Or are you sliding back? You know, it's important for us to be honest with ourselves. You ever been in a place where you lied to yourself? I've lied to myself in the past. Trying to convince myself, yeah, yeah, that's the way it is, that's the way it is, and it was not that way. I want the genuine. I got to have the genuine. I know there's different teachings out there. Uh, You read the Bible yourself and you figure it out, but you know, if the Antichrist does come and the church is here, I just said if, would you be able to stand? Or would you have to take the mark? Because my family would, would, would starve if I don't take the mark. Oh God. Is your experience so weak? So weak? Brother Jeff, why are you preaching like that? I, uh, Marlon, I'm sorry. This is kind of more of a, a pastoral message than I would normally do. It's so good having him tonight, by the way. But, uh, folks, times are getting wicked. Wicked. Some of y'all are still believing lies. Outright lies. And you know who it hurts? It hurts you. And it hurts your loved ones that are around you. Quit. Quit. You know, uh, I used to check my news all through the day. Now, I'm not telling you I don't read the news anymore. I still read the news. But you know what? I'm careful about the news I read. You ever check who, who, who the news source is that you get it from? Huh? Do you know there's some news sources out there that are anti-Christian? Huh? Do you know there are some news sources out there that are anti-truth? They like to tell lies. Any of you read a news article from The Onion before? Be careful. Woo! <clears throat> Be careful. I can tell Robert down here has read from the onion before. Okay? It is generally a parody. It is generally, it, it will be so far out, but you know, we're living in a time that people can't tell the truth from a lie. Yeah, right. <clears throat> we're in that day. You want to be safe? Read the news. Read the news published every day in the King James Version. (laughs) Can't go wrong there. I wish I didn't hear some things. But I get bored. 
bored? Bored? I understand some folks can't read. Sister Hayslip's at the place she can't read very good, uh, you know, now. But the rest of us, bored? Study out the book of Daniel. Huh? And then next year around this time, come and tell me what you found out. Hello? Verse by verse. Word by word. Huh? Well, Brother Jeff, I do think it's kind of neat sometimes you give us those definitions of those words. You, you know why? Because I not only look at the word lover, and it shall be lovers of their own selves, you know, but I look at the Greek. Yeah. Huh? Now don't ask me to speak Greek, because I can't. Huh? I look at the Hebrew. And now I don't not only look at Strong's, but I look at Mount's and a bunch of different ones. Huh? Bored? The Word of God boring? Thank you, Brother Robert. Let me, uh, Teresa, come on. Brother jo- uh, Joy Hyatt would be saying, uh, Trish, crank up the car, <laughs> the truck. About time to go here. Psalm 101. You ever read that? It's considered to be the priestly psalm. The psalm of how a priest or a prince, David in this particular situation, is supposed to act. Well, Jeff, where did you get that from? Well, you study. Here it says, I will sing of mercy and judgment unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. Listen to what he says. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house. I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. You know what that means? It means even at home, you've got to be holy. Even at home, you've got to be a Christian. Even in dealing with your children and dealing with your spouse and dealing with the dog and dealing with the cat and the goat from next door, you've got to be a Christian. Verse 3, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. Well now, Brother Jeff, you know that when David wrote that, there were no televisions. No, there probably wasn't. 
But later on, David still got in trouble. Oh, yeah. From looking. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Our eyes. Uh-huh. Our eyes. Our heart follows our eyes. Jesus said, If a man looketh upon a woman and lusteth after her, he has committed adultery in his heart already. I'll set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I've had people tell me, Brother Jeff, that can't mean television. Well, it might not have meant television back then, but it does today. Huh? I've been in houses where, where uh, people came into the house and they started cussing and the head of the house, my dad, uh-huh. run them out of the house because they were cussing. Now people will watch that thing and they'll cuss, they'll murder, they'll steal, they'll rape, they'll plunder, they'll abuse children. And they'll sit there and watch it the whole time. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. In other words, it's not saying he doesn't know anybody wicked, but he's not going to keep company with a wicked person. A froward heart. There's that that word, same as iniquity. The twisted rope. Twisted. Brother Robert alluded to it this morning. There are people that will twist what they're doing and they'll, they'll make you want to be like them in the way they serve God. Well, I just serve God in my little old way. Be careful, folks. Just because we're close to the Lord's return doesn't mean it's going to be easy. I don't know hardly what to say. I don't hardly know what to say. We talk about it. When we talk about it, <laughs> sometimes I can almost hear people say, well, just quit talking about it. That Facebook will destroy you. And if it doesn't destroy you, it'll destroy the one that sits behind that computer or watches it behind you. Leave it alone, please. Anything that you want to do with your family, I can't hardly even talk to my grandchildren because their parents refuse to use other mediums other than Facebook. And we're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Hmm? I don't know what to tell you. 
say there's trouble. And there's trouble amongst the holiness people. And this is going to lead to more unholiness. What are you going to do? Well, Brother Jeff, I'm going to wait till you're dead and then we're going to change things. That'll be between you and the Lord. But while I'm here, by the grace of God, we're going to stand. We're going to stand in love. Well, Brother Jeff, what's wrong with all that? I mean, we're just, you know... I'm jealous of your souls. I'm the pastor. And if it would draw me away, what's it going to do to you? And you're not as dedicated, not as consecrated as I've been. You can handle it, and I can't. I can tell you, there are some things none of us need to handle. I preached way too long. I'm so sorry. But I want to tell you something. We're in the last of the last days. And the devil's tricks, he's getting smarter. He's really not smarter, but he thinks he's smarter. Flashing lights. Oh, I gotta have one. That's what kids like, don't you? You like the guns that got lights on it, huh? No? The shoes with lights on it. You like the shoes with lights on them? They're past that stage. All right, I'm batting a thousand here. Anyway, I care for your soul. I want you to make it to heaven. I'm not telling you. You'll use this against me. I know you will. I'm not telling you that Facebook is a sin. But I'm telling you, it will take you to sin. Stay away from it. Let's come. Let's gather around this altar. Let's seek after the Lord here this morning. Come on.